0: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: so Paul I don't know if I told you that um, you you know that Charlene Takes jujitsu, right has like started last year so you knew that yes Yes. did you know that me and Chow started a couple of months ago oh Chow started me and Chow started like two months ago hell yeah dude congratulations yeah yeah, yeah. so so the short story is she started last year when she, she turned four because they only allow four-year-old as a minimum. And then uh, we had to take a break because she had heart surgery. You knew about that. So we took like a three-month break. And then we – so we signed up for uh, six months. They just let us like f- freeze our account for the six months. And then when it was time to renew, then um, child was interested. And I've, I've always been kind of interested, but the way the money worked out – it was like if you pay for two, you're, ba- you're paying full price for two. But if you pay for a family, it's like three people for the price of two, basically. So I was just waiting for another family member to join, then I was going to be the third person. But um, yeah, what so, would have
2: happened if uh, if huh? they
1: didn't? If one of, if Chow didn't, and- then it I mean, yeah, I wouldn't probably have joined. Like the, one of the one of my main reasons, like as much as I love martial arts and everything one of my main reasons was something that we can all learn together as a family. And it's like, I'm kind of past the stage where I kind of can just pick up a hobby independently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if, if, if it's not in tune with, if it, if it takes up too much time away from something that we're all doing together, then it separates me from them. Then it's it's kind of not in the cards anymore.
2: Well, but yeah. th- that's, that's what, cool. well, that's not
1: the case. So that what's, it's, it's cool that, that like I knew I was going to like it. I, And Chow said that, or Chow thought Charlene would like it. Charlene does like it. And then Chow liked it. And so all the dominoes were kind of falling in the right place. And yeah, and so now I'm in that little wide belt addiction phase.
2: So let me ask you, Mm -hmm. I mean, because I know you guys were pretty heavy into Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. Like, how much do you see, how much more, I shouldn't, that's a loaded question. <laughs> do you see it as, I was gonna say, how much more practical do you see that to come? So, fu? What, so what are the
1: so that you want me to compare them, basically, right? Yeah. So, what like kung fu was our foundation. It's it's all we knew because it's it wasn't our decision. Basically, like our dad put us in kung fu, right? So, I I, I really like that I grew up with a martial arts background because I see the benefits of martial arts in general, and and and. Not just fighting, but, you know, so many different benefits. The philosophy and the discipline and the camaraderie and and fitness and everything. But, like, since I've kind of started um, learning more about different martial arts, jiu-jitsu seemed not just more practical, but um, the benefits... Like, to me, it's the one that I chose for myself. Instead of just the one that I picked up through my dad. You know? But, um... So... So one one of the things that I like about it is the live training part of it, and like the it, it's it was it's more like an I would call it a safer sparring session.
0: What do you because, mean by the live training part?
1: Well, you can because you when you were doing kung fu, you can spar, but basically you're sparring to try to break someone's nose. You know they they give they give like pads and stuff. So and when, uh-huh.
2: when I was uh, like training boxing, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. You can't hit someone at speed at fifty percent.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's a better explanation. Yeah.
2: Like for me, it's like you're either punching them in the face,
1: or, or you're, you're or you're holding them.
2: back. Yeah, and then at that point, you're kind yeah. of doing yourself a disservice. And with jujitsu, if you're rolling with a black belt and you truly really, like try to spaz out and you try to overpower, they just go, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. 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 So, and they just so kind of like,
0: turn turn the energy that you had or the spazzing out, uh, and then turn that back on you, that kind of thing. Or
2: they just well, lock you down. You and, and okay. Like
1: the
0: idea of submissions versus
1: knocking someone out or or trying to injure them, um, mm-hmm. or trying like to, to to render them like useless. It's it's to me it's a safer mindset. This is the way I see it, you know. And there's mm-hmm. pro- there's probably different opinions about it, but
2: so the way I like the word that is, you can choose. How far to escalate it? Uh Like uh you can just like say your friend is drunk. Uh You could you can you can take him down and just mount him, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: mount him, and he can't do anything, right? If you're a boxer, you punch him in the face, or you punch Mm -hmm. him in the gut, or you break his ribs, or you just keep hitting him. Yeah. Would you would jiu jitsu? I can just put you in a hold. I don't have to tighten anything. Mm -hmm. I can I can apply pressure just to show you, hey. You need to stop your course of action. Like, say your friend's really drunk and he starts to like hit his wife. You can put him into an arm bar or chokehold and just hold him there. And if he keeps mm. resisting or he starts to get more violent, you can just, like I said, you can you really can choose where to escalate the situation to. With boxing, it's black and white. With striking, it's very black and white. You're hitting yeah. them.
1: So, well, I mean, they try to alleviate it by like like headgear and body protection and and gloves and stuff and pads but when you translate like um, competition from the training environment from real world like in the street then it's it's hard to simulate one in in the environment of the other where in jiu-jitsu it seems like you can kind of simulate street like scenarios while you're still like in this in the in the confines of people that are trying to like make each other better you know and also trying to make you better yeah it's it's so, less of a win win lose mentality mm-hmm. from you know the little bit that i've been doing it and it's more just like look we're working together to try to make each other better and mm-hmm. and, and both both people come out better for it
2: i like the the, the again i know exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. I, I the way i like to word it is we're training we're not competing Yeah. Like if we're competing, there's like you know it's let's just start hitting each other. Mm -hmm, But
1: mm -hmm.
2: if we're training, you and your training partner are simulating a fight. Mm -hmm. But like I said, that that tap or that um, for me, what I like to do, especially since I haven't been in a while, what I like to do is I'll just let a white belt take my back. I'll let a white belt take mount. And will because then that will kind of refresh things in my head to like, okay, I need to be doing this. Yeah, I need so, to check this. So is that a
0: form of handicapping? Like you're giving them a sort a, of a, a head bit of, start, like, well, kind at, of like a computer assistance,
2: if you will. Like I think, oh, yeah, it, sure. It, I ahead. just give you guys the straight up best position. I'm like, do you want mount or do you want the, my back?
1: Because okay. I,
2: because like I, because those are essentially the worst places you could be.
1: Well, it ages. and. And I would say it works out for the beginner because then they have that advantage. But it also works out for the person that's giving up that position because now, like, I get to practice. Yeah, because they're like a, a black belt is probably going to put him in that position anyway, and now they get that experience. Whether or oh, not like,
2: they- so like by giving because like say we start standing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: are you gonna? When
1: are you gonna get to mount on someone who's yeah, that yeah, much yeah.
2: more advanced than you? Yeah. When are you right, gonna right. take that person's back? You're not so, and. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so it's never, it's not like, it's, what's cool about it is for me as a white belt, if I'm like training with a blue belt or a purple belt or something like then have the option for me not to waste their time <laughs> by, by creating these scenarios to where we're both mm-hmm. learning, even though, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so much more of a beginner than they are, then, um, there's still, there's still something they can benefit from training with me. You know, and, and I, I like that part about it. Like, what I was gonna say was, I me to me, it's it's almost like let's say you start a chess game and somebody's like a chess master and the other person's kind yeah. of like a, an amateur. Then if you take one of the pieces off, or right, if yeah. you if you put one of the pieces in a compromising position or something, I'm gonna, yeah, take, so half, I'm gonna take half. i to your board off.
0: Yeah, something right, like exactly. that.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Christian?
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's exactly. It's 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 a handicapping technique, and also it's it's beneficial for both people. So it's not like you have it's it's a very community it seems very community focused because you don't feel like the outsider and then being like oh sorry like just apologizing to somebody for maybe like wasting their time or something yeah because you need somebody to work with yeah yeah uh, instead, i heard a
1: comment by this yeah. blue
0: belt just last week and
1: i thought it was just in my head but he kind of apparently confirmed it he's like man i've, I've trained in like two or three different places uh for a couple years and with jiu jitsu it seems like everyone's cool man like the the way mm-hmm. the classes go everyone's just trying to help each other get better and it's something that you kind of don't find all the time in different other arts mm-hmm. where in other ones you you find They're- like some bullies or some people that are trying to like one up each other or um, there's this different personality types um that come with different arts and it seems like jiu jitsu um, you kind of minimize some of that and it it creates like a really nice welcoming environment for people to learn to defend themselves
2: we um at street sports and simi we call it the uh, the douchebag filter Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. usually the douchebags will filter themselves out because what happens is they just get their ass kicked and they can't their ego can't take it yeah so they so they quit yeah but like you have to realize that you are going to get tapped out all day yeah you will but hopefully you're taking something every single time
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like, and, oh, that, I left my arm there. My bad. Oh, I should have put my hand here instead of there. My bad. You know. Yeah. And those are all. And you can only get that through the repetition, through just ingraining it, through the drilling. The drilling's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So and your body didn't react.
1: Yeah. And so there's things that are like it. It is technical. Like the movements are technical, but there's so many variations of the moves that it it feels very fluid and it it feels like like uh, there's some creativity involved
2: mm-hmm. where
1: where when I was when I was doing you know cuz we it's it wasn't just kung fu that we did right we did like a little bit of karate we did a little bit of taekwondo we did a little bit of judo and stuff the other moves it feels like if you're if your body's not like in the exact correct position then you're much less likely to be effective or in jiu-jitsu it seems like okay well now I'm in this option what can I do from here now I'm on this other option what can I do from here so the amount of options that are available, it seem it's like kind of makes more of an optimistic mindset for trying to figure things out instead of just a right or wrong thing, you know?
2: The, the, the beauty of jiu-jitsu I, I've always found is that it, um, the, a lot of the responses are chained. It's like, uh-huh. oh, so I do this because it's going to force him to do that, which makes him do this. And then with him doing that, I do this. Yeah. If he goes this way instead, I have this option.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's essentially a tree
1: yeah how,
2: and yeah. you kind of you know, after a while, you're gonna be like, I'm more comfortable on this part of the tree. Mm-hmm. So from every other position, how do I get to this part of the tree because this is what I like?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: you're gonna you're gonna see that eventually. you're like, why well, because for me, in the beginning, I really like side control. yeah I really like side control because hey, it's, it's really dominant, but you're not mount. you can't get swept that easy. Um there's a lot of options. but at the same time, I had to learn how to work on. On a lot of different sides.
0: Go yeah, ahead, so Go if, ahead, Christian. if you could, uh, like, dumb it down a bit for the, uh, you know, non-attuned non, <clears throat> non attuned here. So I'll, so pr- si- I'll try. I'll, I'll give an effort because I'm pretty dumb at jujitsu still. Okay. So
1: I think there's, like, from what I understand, there's probably, like, three main positions that you want to get your opponent in. And okay. one of them is called the mount position, where basically you're just, like, uh, sitting on top of his belly. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you're,
2: if you're familiar with wrestling, it's a, also known as a Saturday Night Ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's,
2: that's really what that's really what wrestlers call that. It's uh-huh. called, they call what they call the jujitsu mount position uh-huh. a Saturday Night Ride. You essentially have your legs over his torso.
1: Yeah, um,
2: mm-hmm. just like literally, your knees are right up into his armpits,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and usually the wrestlers are trying to buck themselves off. So you're you know you're trying to
0: you're yeah. trying to stay on, trying to stay on. Yeah, got
1: it. And then and then it's. So that's 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 you know one of the more powerful positions. And the other one is side control where you're you're kind of chest to chest with the other person like the, the one the opponent's on their back, you're on top of them putting your chest on their chest, but your knees ridiculous. yes, it's it, it almost looks like an L shape. Like your your legs are to the left and their legs are down.
0: Sorry, I don't I do mean to take it here, but I'm so trying like, to come like, up with some weird like gay sex position and that's probably not appropriate, <laughs> but I'm like I'm seriously just trying to like <laughs> like with with like diagram it in my mind. So uh, if this is so if this is mount, right?
2: That's mount. Yeah yeah, this is useless psy- for podcasts, which
0: is great. Psy- Go psy- ahead though. Side
2: psy- controls, psy- controls like this.
0: Okay. All right. It's okay. definitely not consensual. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> i always found that the fact that it's not consensual is uh, very humbling, because you're like, this guy isn't even like world class. This guy has just been coming here three months longer than me, mm-hmm. but if it
1: came down to it, this guy could do whatever he wanted to me. <laughs> it's like, and so and these the three positions they're not even like you're not even going into submissions yet. Not no arm bar, no chokes, no leg locks, no nothing like that. It's it's mm-hmm. just the position, so so the, yeah. There's the mount. There's side control, and then there's a there's a position of advantage when you're when you're on your back actually, and it's called the guard. And basically, okay. you're on your back, but um, you have the other you, you have. They're very legs, ineffective. Well, while you're, your, your, your legs back. are your legs are in between you and the opponent, so they can't okay. get to your vitals. Go what
0: ahead, do you think, Paul? go ahead and educate me. But
2: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> With guard, it's essentially mount, but on your back. That's the way. So to look why at would it.
0: mount? Yeah, why would mount be? Uh, so if 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 it's mount, but you're the guy who is being mounted, how do you have an advantage? Uh, that's because a, with mount, it's obvious. It's seems... you,
2: you don't. Oh. If you're being mounted, you do not have the
1: advantage. It it depends on where your legs are in relation to the opponent's legs. So,
2: like, there's different kinds of guards. Like uh, the closed guard, you wrap your legs and lock your legs around them, so they can't pass through, right? Mm -hmm. You can kind of control their body. But then there's open guards where your legs aren't cross, aren't uh, 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 across, or yeah, crossed behind them. But then there's different ways to play with open guards. and a lot of the concept is being able to tip them in different directions, kind of altering their balance. Um, and by doing that, you can get to a better position or uh, put them into a submission. Um, okay. But I would, I, I, I would say, um, better yet, an, the other position that the most, uh, the most coveted position, especially for girls, and for smaller, smaller jujitsu players, if you mm-hmm. can take people, persons back, because they can't strike you from there. There's no hitting you from there. Okay. That's like the most, one of the most coveted positions in jujitsu is taking someone's back because there's really, there's only like compared to the other positions, there's not that many submissions from there, but the amount of control and safety you have from there is, um, uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's because like, the it's range like somebody, of
0: motion is so limited, it's right? It's like in someone terms giving you a piggyback ride
1: and you're, yeah. you're trying to take them off, but they they don't want to get off. Like, right. That makes like, sense. What, what do I do? So so I think for like for someone like Paul who's been doing it for a while like his goal like when we're doing the live sparring session is to try to put the opponent in one of these positions and then like which leads to a submission which leads to, like a uh, a position of vulnerability where he can probably submit them okay. Where for me like as a white belt, like my goal for that sparring session would be to, one to try to stay out of that person's position if i if I can get into you know one of those uh, favorable positions then i then I can but more likely, if I'm rolling against somebody somebody more advanced, I'm not going to be able to. So the goal for me is to try to stay out of their favorable position, but even if if I get there, to try to survive. Like, okay, mm-hmm. now I'm in someone's mount. How do oh. I get them to not choke me or to not give oh, me an armbar oh, oh, or to escape oh, the mount or something? A
2: lot of that so was, white belt menta- mm-hmm. the mentality there is yeah. just – really, is just survival. Like, how right. do I get this guy to not kill me?
1: So it's almost like two – so – Between the white belt and a more advanced, like a non-white belt, training together, the objectives are different for both for both parties.
0: Yeah, it sounds like with a white belt, your goal is to. If if your goal gets to a point where you guys aren't even attached to each other anymore, and you guys are just you're just standing a safe distance away from them, then you've kind of achieved your goal. Right, right, and that goal. Yeah, for a white belt,
1: you do kind of want to engage because otherwise, then it really is just kind of useless. You know, I could run away, I could go outside, but. (laughs) So you want to engage, and it's still, the goal of the white belt is still to try to go for the favorable position. But mm-hmm. usually, if someone's more advanced, they're gonna they're gonna We've find seen it
2: before. Yeah, I've seen it. Like I, I've seen the setup before.
1: Yeah, and so you're gonna find Wait. ways of like, okay, the white belt's going for this. I I can tell he's going for it. It's like when you're playing easy mode or hard mode or like Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh like, no, that's, that's like, it. hey,
2: hey, um, they're running goal line. No wide receivers. Yeah. What are they? I think they're gonna run. Like, yeah, that's yeah, how obvious. Right. That's, that's how obvious that gets. Right,
1: right, right. Okay, like, and okay.
2: like with uh, what what I find when I I roll with light belts, I not to say, and I'm not I'm will be the first to say I'm not the most advanced blue belt. I think I honestly think they gave me my blue belt on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey,
1: man, the other Paul. The other Paul was supposed to be. Like, yeah, well, I mean, here, he Oh him? wait,
2: you look you're Asian, but you still, cause everybody's like Brazilian or white. So they're like there's another <laughs> Asian guy here. We thought it was, it thought it was him. Uh, no. <laughs> I, um, like when I, when I roll when I rolled white belts, I tell them like, look, try stuff because you're mm. not going to get another chance and you're not going to hurt me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You, you try. And then I like, there's a lot of white belts that I've rolled with where I've watched them go from white to blue. And, you can see, I'm like, you, you, like, like like you said, it's community. Mm -hmm. I want the guys who I train with to get better because if they get better, I get better. Yeah. And I mean, I create, I create a better training partner.
1: Right. Well, and not only that, but it almost like, it's a testament to you teaching them. Like basically everybody, thank you. Basically everyone that you roll with that's more advanced than you is your instructor Mm -hmm. while you're rolling with them.
0: That kind of reminds me of the um, so. In, there's a type of daycare called uh, called Montessori, uh-huh. um, and so one of the concepts of Montessori is they don't, unlike traditional school, where where you're you're grouped with people the same age as you, mm-hmm. roughly. I would say like within the same you know year. Um, Montessori they have it so that a classroom consists of an age range within within three years. So for example, there's a classroom instead of a classroom of four year olds. It's a classroom of three, four, and five-year-olds, and they're all in the same classroom. You
2: got the like reason why that is a corner, and the, like they're in the, you got like a group of eight-year-olds in the corner who don't know how to count yet.
0: No, like, oh. no, 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 no. It's it's, it's 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 not for that. That's different, man. That's a that's not Montessori. That's like. A, <laughs> That's like second well, chance, the button, you know? Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. no, it's not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only non-parent in the podcast. Is like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Two yeah, yeah. dads and <laughs> a dink. I swear. I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, okay. So, uh, Paul, uh, so the way kids work is uh, – <laughs> <laughs> <Apparently
2: you're winding laughs> I need to take some notes Let me take some <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: so in Montessori you would be the slower one and what would happen is <laughs> no so the reason why it stays uh, three three years is they want the ones who are the older kids basically helping and have they're, they're giving the older kids leadership ability over the younger kids mm-hmm. and then and then the, the three the, you know the three-year-olds will turn four and the 4 year olds will turn five and then the five-year-olds will move to the next class. So the the four year olds that turn five are are now in from follower to leader, and then the ones that are that go from five to into the next classroom of six, which I don't know if I have the boundaries right, but they're now in a classroom of six, seven, and eight year olds. So the six year olds are now kind of new, you know? Yeah, so they're scrubs basically. Yeah, yeah. But it, but like it's encouraged. It's kind of in in that way. So yeah,
2: I can see myself like as a little kid at this school just abusing the shit out of this. Like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's
1: doing my homework Yeah, exactly <laughs> What we're going to learn today
0: is I'm a dick and
1: <laughs> I don't think you'd be that way You know why I don't? It's because in jiu you're not that way
0: no, That's true Because yeah. you, already, you
1: already said that you know you want them to get better too
2: No, and like uh, A lot of times what I'll do is um, bef- like I'll ask people but like Especially uh, the white belts that have been there for a while I'll ask them, is there anything you're working on? Yeah, and, they'll, and usually idea. they're like, "Oh, I'm working on some lasso guard or X mm-hmm. guard." Or I'm like, you know, you might want like a lot. A lot of times, the advice I give is, "Hey, man, just really stick to basics right now. You'll you'll be surprised at how far that takes you."
1: And like, and it's it's good advice because for white belts, like the way our class works, they just give a technique of the day, and everyone learns it. So whatever level you're in, mm-hmm. it it may or may not be at like the right skill level for you, but. If, it, if it's not the right skill for you yet, then you just try it out. Yeah. If, but, but like as a white belt, you might not know yet if it's something that you should be trying to master <laughs> or if it's like, right. look, this is just something I'm trying out for now. I'll, I'll put this in my back pocket until I'm ready for it.
2: Yeah, like there's times where I've, I've – like as a white belt, I'd walk into like an advanced class and I'm like, I don't understand X-Guard. Like this, yeah. this, mm-hmm. this push pull, like it doesn't make sense. Like I can recognize it now, but mm-hmm. I still don't know. You know, and the thing is, I what I'm also finding with jujitsu, um, is you really play to your body type. Like I, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have a more top pressure and, game. Yes, and, now, like
1: I would also say, not just your body type, body type, but in relation to your opponent's body mine, type
2: or yours. Yeah.
1: Right. 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 So, like if I'm the small
2: guy, I know there's a certain game I have to play against a bigger mm-hmm, guy, but when I'm mm-hmm. rolling with smaller guys, I can really kind of push my weight around. Yeah.
1: So So it's cool. Yeah. Like there like there's a mental battle going on too and not just the physical one and how if you know more than this person or if you're a higher ranking than this person because mm-hmm. it's all relative to you know what your goals are in the class and 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 even being there.
2: What, well, what I find is the the um the rank, the belts and the ranks in jiu jitsu tend to be a little more closer to fit. Like, I'm sure you guys remember in kung fu, there are some black belts you're like, yeah, you can give that guy a motherfucking bat and a gun. He's not fighting his way through <laughs> like a crowd of toddlers. Like, there's no way, right? But like, a blue belt in jiu is typically a blue belt in jiu jitsu. It's, mm-hmm. there's not too much play with that because y- you have to be effective. If you're not effective, you don't go up.
0: Period. Yeah. So I would put more of that uh, stigma on, you know, whatever particular, JoJo. whatever particular, yeah, school that the person's going to. And uh, one of the things that we did learn, I think, by doing Kung Fu with our dad was, um, how to choose a particular school and, and really making sure that we're not just going for s- sort of the most commercialized thing. I mean, really, you know, think about like Taekwondo studios are the biggest kind of offenders for this, but like they're basically daycare. Right, so um in terms of and yeah, now I'm gonna have a bunch of you know uh, uh, taekwondo masters, I guess, after me. Or or they might just be like, yeah, yeah all, we're pretty much 15, daycare. All
2: fifteen of our audience is gonna go ahead
0: and do like, hey, you dropped off. That's yeah, the number one podcast among uh, angry taekwondo instructors. <laughs> we draw a really strange group i don't know
1: <laughs> but you know, so for me so i don't want to like marginalize what we've studied other than jiu jitsu so there are things that i miss about kung fu and one of them is like it's it's much more traditional when it comes to um the structure of the class like mm-hmm. um like the the it's really the format you mean well not just the format but um how you Stretchy, show first well no no not even like that i'm not even talking about kind like no I'm, I'm not even talking about like the physical part but just the mindset i have or i had when i was learning kung fu was was more of like um how do i put this it, paramilitary you're you're kind of like a subordinate it's almost, it's like like you're a subordinate and then there's like a certain type of respect and a certain type of obligation a certain responsibility to give, like, because of your position in the in the school. And mm-hmm. um, there's a, it's a certain type of discipline required for that. And the jiu-jitsu, like, the reason we like jiu-jitsu is also something I miss about kung fu, which jiu-jitsu, it seems like it's very welcoming, um, pretty casual. Um, now, th- like, there are guidelines, you know, but I think that... Y- when you're like, when I was learning Kung Fu, I felt like I really have to be on my best behavior to try to survive in this school. Otherwise, like, I don't think I would last here. Where in Jiu it's almost like, oh, if I, like, I'll, I'll see it in other students, or even myself, or if you come in late, or if you, um, like, skip, don't want to do the, some of the warm-up, or if in, instead of, like, doing a full roll, you just want to, like, um, like, if, even if you're injured or something, not injured, but like, let's say sore or there's some kind of you're fatigued in, in part of your game, you could still, you could still like have a jujitsu class. Where I feel like in kung fu, um, if you're not there, like, on time, ready to go, 100%, it was almost like you're kind of shouldn't be there. So, okay. it, it's both. It's As much as I as much as much I like that about Jiu-Jitsu, I also saw some of the benefits for why Kung Fu, or our Kung Fu class, was the way it was, and just in seeing the kids' class, because I watch the kids' class in Jiu-Jitsu all the time, part of me can see the benefits of the, our Kung Fu class, because I can compare it to this Jiu-Jitsu class. Like, the late thing is something that I, I see a lot, and I don't know if it's just our class, but it's something I noticed, and it's something that... I've that nah, doesn't bother me, I guess, but that's something I'm like, huh. I'm glad. We're not, I'm glad we're not that way. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we're not that way because I feel like it. I think like that matters. Well, I'm gonna
2: tell you, man. There's a martial arts class for every kid. Mm-hmm. Like some mm-hmm. kids don't do well in jujitsu class. They do a lot mm-hmm. better than that structured mm-hmm. taekwondo, karate. Mm-hmm. You know, very rever- like there's a lot like of reverence, breaking boards of, yeah. and stuff, and just not even the breaking boards part, but it's just mm-hmm. like the structure. Like, hey, yeah. you're gonna do this ten times, count it ten mm-hmm. times, and then you're going to do this exact movement with precision and accuracy, yeah. and you're gonna that. But then with jujitsu, a lot of it is a, uh, it's a very, it's a very flowing martial art. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of black and white with jujitsu until something
1: breaks. Like so, right? Yeah. So I know because I notice in jujitsu, especially for the kids class, there'll be times when the instructors explaining something, and it takes them a while to explain it because it's kind of like a complex move, you know, um, or a position, and some of the kids just they don't have the retention, you know, capabilities of Mm -hmm. just paying attention that long, where if they're in, like, a kung fu class, it's like, okay, here, front kick, do it. Like, here, 20 times. And, okay, switch legs. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's this next kick, do it. 20 times, each leg. So the, the, the active participation part of kung fu is something that I see um, it's, it's not really there yet for the kids class in jujitsu. It just, you know, for hey, just my, know, my observation, you know,
2: no, you're absolutely right. That's, that's yeah. the, but the thing is, is, you know, you're, you're teaching like for me, grappling and striking is apples and oranges now. Like mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, like, you can't, you know? Yeah, but I don't
0: think, I don't think, uh, I, I think Alan was not going really there in terms of, the i think he was talking about like the way that the the school or the way that the martial art carries itself and and really i think the difference between what i'm hearing with with jujitsu and and with what we had with kung fu is um that kung fu is not going to like ask you to do things it's gonna tell you to do things Whereas, so, so and sometimes you don't want to do those things or like you suck at them, but you're just going to do them, you're, you're going to do them almost out of service of the martial art. Like, where, so with with Kung Fu, like, I, I'll admit, like, I wasn't the best uh, student, but I stuck with it and it taught me, like, the discipline of trying to stick with something you're not good at and then you get better that way. Um, but it wasn't intuitive, uh, at least not as intuitive as I thought it was with Alan. And and the reason why was because sometimes I'd, I'd kind of challenge things to be like, you know, like, why do we have to do things this way, you know? And I'd have that sort of bounce around. And it was more about – I felt like I, I was serving the martial art versus with jiu-jitsu, it sounds like the martial art actually serves you. Like, it serves its students.
1: Kind of, Whereas, yeah. Like, yeah. They, I, I think from what I have understand about jiu-jitsu is they've set themselves up to be they – kind, they kind of like um, – they want to be the art that everyone should know. Like, look – it. Pretty much everyone in the world would be better off knowing jujitsu, you know, mm. and it's something I happen to agree with. But I think for kung fu, it was the the mentality that I remember was kind of like, um, to study kung fu, you're going to do this. If you can't do this, then you shouldn't study kung fu. Like they're much, they're a bit more selective in that way. Yeah. Um. And and, and like you know, like and we can. Theorize different reasons for why they were the way they were, but um, yeah, for for our for what I'm looking for in jujitsu, I happen to be finding it.
0: Well, I think like the yeah, and and so uh, terrible analogy coming up, but uh, the, the the thing it makes me think of is there's certain restaurants where um, the reason why I like that is that that place is because it allows me to sort of customize what I want. You know, like they're gonna make it fresh in front of me. There's some ingredients I want this ingredient, not that ingredient. And I want this one because I kind of like this this sort of stuff. And so each each creation comes to serve me. Uh, meanwhile, there's other restaurants where it's like you can't mess with the formula. This is what's on the menu, and you pick that, and you can't like okay, was, oh, can I have some ketchup with that? And that's like an insult because what do you mean? Why, why do you need to add ketchup to this? Like this thing's freaking perfect already, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and so like kung fu is like that. that. I think. And I and I think it's like the
1: yeah. I, I think that we're exaggerating you know the oh, sure. differences between kung fu and and, and Jitsu just to prove the point but um my my point was there there are differences and there's pros and cons to each um jujitsu j- for, for us just recently just happens to be something that matches with what we're looking for as a family
0: right, right. yeah I mean, heck, at the well, time, and the family aspect, the family aspect too, is more like if you go to some place, they be like, hey, "Okay, so now we're going to teach you how to become better parents." And you're like, "Oh, we don't really do that in our house." It's like, I, I don't care. You're going to do this. <laughs> like, wait, wait a second. You need to tailor to what's going on. Yeah. in our In our household, in our life, with with what our needs are, or as Paul mentioned, you know, with our bot with with my particular body type, I need to be able to mm-hmm. work on on this this part of it. So. Um, yeah, sounds beautiful. Like sounds like a beautiful, uh, you know, framework for for uh, not just self defense, but yeah, like all right, knowing that you have a tool set for how to approach um, life mm-hmm. in in a, in a way. So
2: it's, it's very fluid, and that's what I love about mm-hmm. jujitsu. It's like, hey, someone, some every now and like someone's gonna take something from you. They're gonna they're gonna limit your options. Mm-hmm. You better know enough to know that you have more than one other way out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and that's, that's for me, that's always been the beauty of jujitsu. Hey, they're stacking me heavy here. Okay. Well, let me either, let me help them exaggerate that Mm -hmm. or let me go a different direction. And with this direction, I have this, with this direction, Mm -hmm. I have a way. I always have a way.
1: And and if if for nothing else, knowing that and applying it to like life different stuff outside of jujitsu. Yeah. It's, it's it's already <laughs> it's already ideal, you know. I that's why and that's why I said it's already. If you can only just learn that one bit, that there's always another solution for your problem. If mm-hmm. you learn that from jujitsu, then it's it's already benefiting your life that you wouldn't have had if you didn't do it. You know. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I, I mean, um, if you're, I'm at the time in you know my life now where I'm at a certain age and a certain stage in my life where. I'm, I'm not I don't jump into things with both feet anymore <laughs> like I feel like I used to you know mm-hmm. or I might have with like a certain sport a certain hobby where I did when I joined the Navy where I did when I left the Navy you know I used to do
2: heroin things- <laughs>
0: <Yeah.
2: laughs> I, I try to really limit the heroin you know to like a weekly kind of thing I uh, you know I usually just clean needles just clean needles
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a pussy Jesus <laughs>
1: But yeah, like so, so Jiu Jitsu, I think, um, intersected with me at a time when, uh, for whatever reason, I'm, I, I don't jump in with both feet anymore. Um, part of me, which is I kind of did, because I, like I said, I've, everything I, the more I learn about it, the more I fall in love with the art. But um, it's, it's kind of just part of who I am. And it's another part of who I am. It's not who I am, but um, I like that it's something that's, um, it's kind of, I'm adding it to the, a part of who I am.
0: I think what's cool is it's just any pursuit of for personal growth and development. And so I remember the thing that it sounded like you initially got excited about this stuff for, especially like the Gracie stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Was the way that they, um, the way that they built it around, you know, just self-improvement self-development and, and that community of always, always striving to get a little bit better. So you're not trying to take on the mountain. But, um, you know, on, on the first try, but you're like, all right, well, here's, you know, and and so that, and that also, that does require discipline. Like if you want to stick with it, right? Yeah. And yeah.
2: Dude, there's so many times where I felt like I'm not getting better. I'm, I'm not not.
0: like, I've been coming,
2: I've been coming for six months and I'm not doing shit. Like, I don't know what, why am I still here? This Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. And then what, what it turned out to be was Everyone I was rolling with, I was going there every day. Like I was, was getting just as good as I was every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then here comes here comes a new crop of guys, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> yeah. working all day. Yeah. What the fuck? Like I was like freaking out. I'm like, holy shit, this all works. <laughs> like yeah. You know, because the I the first six months were tough. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was out of shape. Um, you know. I, I came from a striking background, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but I like I I had the benefit of being able to jump in. I was doing I was going to class three times a day. Um, I was doing two gi classes and a and a no gi class. There we go. Yeah, see, like, and,
1: and like I hear that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like that's uh no, and and I then there was a part where I was unemployed, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm going I'm to gonna... class
0: today. <laughs> Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I would come home from class and I'd be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna to toss my gi in the in the uh, in the laundry. he will be ready for the morning class."
1: <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah. feel like what's weird is because I I like my first few months, I feel like I'm I'm going through the same thing, but I don't think of it that way. Like I don't feel like I'm not getting any better. Like I feel like I'm learning so much, so many t- like um, every single day. And, and maybe the results don't show it because I'm, you know, losing every time. I'm basically getting tapped out in every which direction. But mm-hmm. like the amount of, I guess, m- the mindset that I have going into it, and maybe just like talking to Paul about it before, and, and watching YouTube stuff, and w- what you know, from what I know about martial arts, and and, and what I what I think I know about jujitsu, I kind of went into it with that learning mindset, and it it was like a paradigm shift in how I saw the benefits. So. Like, so far, and, you know, I'm very early on in this journey, but so far um, I can see how it filters out the douchebags like you were talking about. I can see how um, it kind of breaks people because sometimes the results aren't going to be, like, black and white. But if you... Well, they're not you, immediate. Yeah, and, and also they're not conventional. You know, like, the, the, way, the way you learn by losing it's not something that people think of in as a success you know people like people want to win you know and um thinking of it as, as like learning instead of losing was huge in in me like staying addicted to it you know stay like in me keeping that love and 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 even seeing the family do it I mean like I, I don't know man i they just part of me thinks like if this ever stops then I guess it was a good ride while it lasted but the more I go, the more I'm like, man, this is, this is cool, man. I like I, I really yeah. like everything about it.
0: Yeah, I think that the, that that could be part of the beginning something new. Because um, for, for me, the thing I've been doing is uh, basketball, like a lot more. And that's again something that like I wasn't as good at, but I can sense that oh, I'm getting better at at things. Uh, oh, I have other other things in my tool belt that I can try. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, like. Before I, I love playing like the low post game a lot, but um, I'm I'm playing with guys that everybody's bigger than me, so I can still continue. I enjoy that part of the game still the most. But like um, lately, um, just developing more of a, a shooting stroke, and now starting to actually venture out to to hit longer range shots or threes, and then I'm like, whoa, these are kind of like what Paul says. like. Well, this shit's working. Like it's it's sinking in, <laughs> um, you know. And uh, and and what's cool is it all, all that that does is um, really I'm more developing an outside shot just so that like I can become less vulnerable when I do want to go inside because people have to guard both parts now.
2: Oh, right? I've I've so, played yeah. pickup games where like I thought I was the big guy. You know, and then I post and I realize this motherfucker's a rock. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not moving this guy. No, and the thing is I'm, and the thing the, the thing is is like I knew playing basketball I'm going to play to my body type. You know I'm a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not the quickest. I don't have handles. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to play a post if I yeah. play offense and if if I'm not playing post, I'm just, I'm a, I will set a pick. I, yeah, I, am, a, right. I am a pick setter That right. is my number one game is setting up picks that are like I like setting up blindside picks. I like it to look like I was blocking you in football when I right. set a pick. So but then on defense, I knew I was better there because usually I was quicker than the bigger guys, just because I was smaller. Mm -hmm. So, but then, like I said, I knew this. Like, Mm -hmm. and then when I was playing against smaller guys, then I knew I could. There were certain games you could play, but again, that's a lot of that's just self-aware because a lot of guys will just try the same shit over
1: and over. Like either it's either my my game's good enough, it works, or my game's not good enough, and I'm not going to be able to do anything.
0: Right. Yeah. No surprises. Exactly, and that seems like uh, where something like jujitsu really helps because the uh, the the different skill levels still makes it um, worthwhile for both people. Whereas if there's varying skill levels within a basketball court, like I'll, I want I really hope I match up against a guy who's got the, about the same skill level as me. Otherwise, like I just feel like I'm letting my team down.
2: Oh my god! So, so I played a pickup game of basketball not too long ago. I'd say maybe two three months ago and it's like the first time i've played in like literally years
0: okay nice
2: years okay Okay. and i pull off one of the best uh it's it's like a cut fit like a fake cut into a pick so um i fake like i'm going one way around a pick my defender goes that way and then i go I, i juke essentially and the guy runs smack into the pick, right? <laughs> and so I now have an open lane hand up, right? That's like hit Oh, me layup, there. you
0: mean? Yeah, open hand layup? No, no. Like, I don't oh, oh. oh I right? oh, got it.
2: So I don't know what this motherfucker was seeing on my team. <laughs> he threw it up like an alley hoop. Like, I was going to get that. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I was like,
0: <laughs> he probably like up to the backboard. Like, did, like,
2: oh, did you oh, really think board. I was gonna sky for that? Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I'm glad you think that highly of me, but I, I I'm not jumping for that, man. I I, <laughs> like, I, I just happen to have a really good cut. That's.
0: <laughs> I got um, jujitsu in the morning, man. I can't do this <laughs> shit, man. He freaking
2: threw it up, and I'm like, I'm like confused. I'm like, did you really?
1: That's, Who are you passing that's awesome. to? Awesome, I
2: appreciate it. <laughs> right. No, man, I'm not getting that.
1: You <laughs> made such a good cut, man. He probably thought you learned, you know, you would, you went in the gym working on those cuts, working on the, uh, work on your game.
2: Cuts I got. The cuts I got, the hops I don't. So,
1: <laughs> well, you didn't know. Yeah. He, had, he had to tell me. He, he, he had to get some feedback.
2: He, He threw it up like it was fucking NBA Jam. Like,
0: threw it up. Like you were were DeAndre Jordan or something like that? I didn't
2: even try. I didn't even try. You know how your body's going to naturally react to that? You're like, oh, I'll just, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked. Fuck.
0: You're an asshole. <laughs> Did he give you a look right back? Like, well, dude, like, oh, a- like, anybody um, would have gotten that. He's
2: like, oh, I thought you would, you know, you okay, whatever. Next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, got it. Not passing you again, ever. It's good. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly.
0: You're like, man, this is the reason I quit basketball in the first place. That's why. I- <laughs> That's why I've been in so long because of crap like you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Asshole. Thought I was yeah. a good player. Thought, thought I could dunk it. What a dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he thought highly of you what an asshole I know what an asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh